Joe Loco, welcome back. ¿Qué pasa, amigo? ¿Cómo estás? Good to see you, man. Good to be seen. Yes, good to be back. We're going to jump right in. You did a lot of lot of sharing last last, last time you were with us, and we really appreciate that. So we don't want to, we, we're going to plow some new ground. All right. Um, you, you did a lot of sharing your story. So here's, here's the first question I have for you. You've been through a lot. What about your journey, your story, as you sit with us today, uh, what's how are you? How are you better for having been through all this shit? How, how is it? How how are you better? Are you not, yeah. How are you better? You've been through a lot, so oh. so how how's it made you better? Let me pull out my little engineer slide. Okay. Let's get my little metric here. Where am I better? I don't lie as much. I don't steal as much. I don't purposely try to uh, predator on people. I'm considerate of other people. I am able to weigh in the consequences of my decision and how that might impact those people around me. I'm not the human wrecking ball I was prior to recovery. So those are a few areas that I've grown up in. Let me push a little further on that. I'm not the center of the universe. The, I got fired from really? God's directors. <laughs> really? <laughs> Man. I'm no longer running the universe. I let that shit go. <laughs> There's a one inside out there, right? <laughs> yes, there is, and one's born every minute. <laughs> I hear you, and 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 that's good, good stuff. Yeah. I want to go a little further in in this direction, though. But because of what you have been through, how are you better? For you know, in other words, I'm not looking for what you. It, what you don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for how, what the quality of wouldn't change given given what you what you, where you are now. Given what you've learned, how you've grown, and you, in terms of what you said in terms of use word growth. Yeah. How has your experience made you better? You're talking about I call it the train wreck. How have I emerged from the train wreck better? Uh, more compassionate for other people who are having train wrecks. I have some skills now on how to survive a train wreck, how to rebuild your life around your train wreck, how to take a picture of your train wreck, post it on the wall, and not be afraid to show everybody what you survived. Finding joy in the train wreck, finding out that even though the train went way off Shit got hurt, damaged, but the community got burned up. Going, going back into that train wreck and finding salvageable goods. Give us some distribute jobs. Share some examples. Salvageable that's, that's goods. That's what that's about. Yeah. So share some examples of. Oh. Uh, part of the train wreck in my train wreck was a, a, I nuked my family. I nuked my wife and my daughter. Was it? Nuked, nuked like nuclear, dropped a nuclear bomb on nuked. N-U-K-E-D, I nuked their lives. Uh, think of Hiroshima or one of those places. That wasn't nuclear, atomic. It was atomic, but it creates devastation in their lives. So how did you devastate their lives? Betrayal with my, my ex-wife. Um, gaslighting, mental, mental abuse, psychological abuse, financial abuse, if you can believe that one. Treating them like uh, prisoners, 
Same thing to my daughter. Just trying to push her under my thumb and control who she was going to be. Role playing God in their lives as though I knew all the right moves for each one of them at each point in their lives and, and making a total mess out of my life and theirs. And I stole a decade, 13 years from my now ex wife. I stole that from her. Uh, built up on lies, deceit, uh, delusions. Delusions of grandeur on my part, which were, were forcing her to role play a, a delusion of lesser than, dehumanizing someone. That was the train wreck. Uh, what was the salvageable part from that? You know, I don't always know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I, I damn sure know a lot about what does not work. Uh, I laugh because I, I go in this and uh, they'll, they'll have a decision to make, and they call me in and they say, go ask what we ought to do. I said, oh, fuck, man, I would do this, this, and this, that, so-and-so. And that's like, okay, that, we're not gonna do those things. <laughs> so I knocked like the top eight shit, things they should not do. And then we get down to maybe what might, whatever's left is probably the right thing to do. I'm real good, I'm real good on generating ideas that are gonna devastate people's lives and business enterprises and all of that. I have a knack for picking that shit out. Especially if you get my first top five answers, they're always wrong, and they're always going to cause harm. What? What was it? Oh man, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know where it comes from. My first thoughts are always wrong. The, the first, it's my reaction, uh, probably because it's react. It's a reaction from fear, selfishness, self-preservation, and I don't have time to consider. The other people around. I don't value the people quickly enough. It's self-preservation. Probably my first thought is, how am I going to get through this? And and that results in bad decisions for everybody around me. It's selfish, I suppose. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that so the wreckage, the devastation, in terms of when you're saying in terms of what 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 has come was better on the other side of all this wreckage and devastation. What you thought across? Yeah, uh, man. I, progress in life, my progress in recovery, almost every time that I go forward is a direct result of something stupid I did. I seem to grow a portion of my own stupidity. I make these big ass horrible decisions, but they hurt deep enough and long enough that I remember to not repeat that again. And then I grow a little bit. Yes, let's stay there. Okay. So, uh, well, What's if you if you why do you continue to do that if if you really learn well why do you continue to to you say the top five answers why is the first things always these negative things if you grow where is it, why does that still happen why do you think you still still initially come with the, with with the devastating selfish whatever if there's growth so I'm, I'm kind of pushing back on this. <laughs> not, I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should buy it. I'm not buying it. That's so smart. Yeah, you gotta. Um, I'm not quite. I'm not quite feeling that. Man, I guess uh, what I hear the reasons: original sin. Okay. We're born with a fallen nature. Okay. I'm hardwired to fuck up, and it takes supernatural grace to to raise me up from that hardwired fucked up. Let's, let's, Saint Augustine yeah, said it way yeah. better than I'll ever say. Okay, let's let's throw out the, the theological bullshit. <laughs> I wish it was bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's, I let's, wish it was bullshit. Okay. 
let's, let's, those those let's, bullshit artists change the world with their tidbits of wisdom about original sin and the cause of all of man's frustration. But we we're not dealing, we're just dealing with, with, with you, Joe. Okay. So okay. so unfortunately so, truth doesn't discriminate. What would you not given the devastation caused in the lives of Agnes, your daughter? But what would you what have you learned that you wouldn't trade the painful insanity you wouldn't trade, you wouldn't give it up. What have you learned you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't give it up based on what you've learned? What what is, what, is your, what is that? What is that? I think I think for me the train wreck has burned up all the altars of my false gods. Okay. And the, and the, and the direct result of the train wreck, all the altars have been burned. And I only have one. I don't think he's a false god anymore. I think he's my real God. And every time I worship, and worship means more than just going to church and getting on your knees. When I worship my God with all my heart, mind, body, soul, morning till nighttime, I have beautiful days and beautiful results. Great things happen for me. Love happens for me. And I, and I think last time we talked, I want love in my life. What are some of those false gods? What were they then that you put in? Oh man, false gods. Probably the power. The power, oh yeah. I'm thinking, I'm trying to organize them in order. Uh, where do they start? Power is probably one of them. The idea that I can gain power by way of intellect, academic credentials, positions in corporations or in military organizations, or just hanging out with buddies and friends. There's always this element of uh, desire for power over so that then I might have some crazy sense of control over other people's lives. It's, it's insanity. That was That's one of my gods. See there. That's a false god. For me, it is. Oh, it's not false. It doesn't work out for me. How? What's better than that? What's that? Still power. How are you better without love? I don't have to have power. Uh, I can love people where they are, but do not have to move, change, think, do anything different. I can just love them exactly where they are in that present moment at that particular time and place. Um, I don't have to have power. I don't have to manipulate, change, alter. Redirect, none of that stupid crap. Uh, so that's that's got to be better. I don't have to worship there. What's the second one? What's the second Man, I'm going to probably put sex on there. Yeah. So I say uh, worshiping at the Church of the Open Legs. That was the favorite place on earth for me. Um, sex gives me some chemistry in my brain that I just, I dream about, I desire, I crave, I want. More than water sometimes, I think. More than air sometimes. It's like, mm, you can breathe for a day or go get laid in 15 minutes. Get laid, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll breathe later. Okay. You know? Yeah. It's everything for me. Like, everything else on the table or sex. Fuck it. Sex. Sex. Yeah, got you. <laughs> okay. So, so, uh, stay at home. Give me, give me an example then. How that plays about? What's the example of? What's the worst thing you did in terms of that 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 that, that those decisions were right there? So give me an example how that of the instance of that. When you everything on tape, you uh, put everything. Oh, you got that word worse. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. 
of instance, an instant where you threw everything off, everything was over here, and sex, and you chose sex. What was it? What was it? Give an example. What's the next um, a situation with that? Probably one that I don't, that I'm, that I'm regretful of, that I wish I would have done, because I really didn't know at the time what the harm was. And that's going to pay for sex. Going to pay in a building. Uh, uh, I really thought these girls were here to make money. And I thought, man, they're. There's, there's some such good girls. They're here from Mexico or South America, and they want to be here, and they want to make the money. And they're, I'm thinking, they actually get to keep the money. And even asking them, they're like, "Yeah, we send money home." And I'm buying that hook, line, and sinker. I'm kind of a little bit of a hero because I'm supporting them. You know, right. me and my buddy say all the girls we put through college, you know, so yeah. that was our joke. Was paying for their college at the strip club. Yeah. So that's probably one of the things where, because I was worshiping my sex god, I really don't give a shit about those people. I, I didn't, I didn't even bother to research into the validity of that delusion. I, I needed to believe that they wanted to be there and that my money was really genuinely going to support their families in Mexico and make me a good guy. Wow. Yeah. I really believe that. Yeah. Pretty delusional. So what's better now? You know, there's a lot of guys that are still yeah. believing that yeah. hook, line, and sinker, yeah. and I'm and I'm one breath away from turning it back on. Saying, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong about this. <laughs> and that I do need to go give him some of my money. I'm, I'm one breath away from that thought. What does that mean? One breath away. What do you mean? Uh, I have not grown up so much that I'm consistent in all of my thoughts and or beliefs and values. I can switch on a dime, and it doesn't hardly take any. So I next week I might see you at twelve. <laughs> yes, it can happen to me. I've had relapses with the sex god. Uh, I like the sex god. He comes along, she comes along, and offers me the world. And I get on my knees and worship sometimes. And, and uh, I believe in the phenomena of craving set off as an allergy. I think that there's a first drink equivalent to my sex. Um, it starts just with a small lustful looking, sometimes at H-E-B, if I'm going down the wrong aisle for too long for the wrong reason. Just in a second I can go from wanting just that little bit to fuck it. Go back to the bars, go back to the whorehouses. It happens to me just, I get drawn in that quickly. Original sin. So, it, we ain't going there. <laughs> so, it, it's, it's, it's better now. So, it, are you saying that that's, that's still, that I mean that's still, that can happen. I mean, is that done? I mean, I mean, I don't think it's done. What's that? I want it to be done. Okay. I don't think it's done. I think I'm being naive if I think it's done. So that would because that, of the relapse. Okay. Relapse is. Okay. What's number three? That was two. Power, sex. What's the? Uh, money. But money's power a little bit. But but money was a different uh, a different flavor different, of power. Different false. We're talking about false altars, false gods. So. Yeah, so, false yeah. gods, it's going to give me something. I thought money would give me something that it can't give me. I thought if I had enough money where I could buy love, but I found out I really can't buy love. I can buy some of the things that look like love. Um, I can pay men, women to hang out with me and give me sex. I can direct them to, I don't just want sex. You need to make me laugh. You need to make this feel authentic. And there's plenty of people that play the role for me for the right amount of money. But but there's something in me that recognizes it's not authentic. And man, they can be some really good actors. Some really good actors that will go way out to try to fulfill your every wish to make you feel like it's 
spirit that it's not for. I think at the moment of exchange, when, when I give the money for it, then it slips into inauthentic and becomes a transactional. I just paid you for that crop of shit. It's good, a <laughs> good crop of shit. And I loved it while I was in God damn it. When I, when I give you the money, the delusion ends. How, how, how does money, in, in terms of this false god of wealth, false altar yeah. of money, how did that define you? How did it make you? What did that do for you to make you feel about you? What did, what did money do, uh, do for yeah. John to make John feel? How did money, money made me cut grass for people. I, I wanted money. I didn't have money. They had money. I cut the grass. I'd go give up my afternoons after school. Go sack groceries. What do you when you have, when you get money? What what do you what do you what does money make you? How does money make you feel about you? What is it, what is it? Money, I love money. It's because. I knew you, but you can get you know, to get sex with it. Money, money makes the difference between staying in Motel Six or one of the Hiltons or the Omni. Or is, is that is that important? Staying is that is that for you yeah, important? Yeah, I like the I like the, the finer things in life. Okay, I like all of that stuff. I like pleasure and I hate pain. And money allows me to experience more pleasure than pain. And, 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 I, and it buys me. It can buy me out of trouble. It can do all of those things for me. Do Do you feel more? Towards the money? Does money make you? I've never had that much. Okay. So we don't know yet. Don't know. I I do believe that if I had hit a lottery during my drunken days, I would be dead. I don't think I would have survived $10 million. Almost on purpose, probably. You know, I'd have been flying to the Philippines and Thailand and all over the place looking for sex and crazy adventures and fun things to do. I wouldn't have lived. Okay. So, so money, it's not a, it's not a, some, some people, it's, it's they want to, it's, it, it's a status symbol. They want, they, they want to, they want it to feel important, to feel better about themselves. It sounds like you want it to do shit with. You, you want the money. So, yeah. you, you, you want, you want it to, to, you blow, you like, you blow it. You don't, you know, you're not gonna sit on it and, and, uh, and look and look at, look at, look, oh, look at me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, and I don't no, like you fancy know. watches, no, you, or fancy shoes, fancy clothes. Yeah. You just want to get it and, and burn through it. I do like fancy cars and fancy women, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. fancy restaurants, fancy hotels. So, 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 but I'm having to sell my soul to get money. Yeah. We, you know, we yeah. talked a little bit about that. Yeah. We also talked about you were selling Tony Montana and Scarface and the Coco, the, 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 yeah. the, the, you know. The, the, but for, for you, money has that. You know, it's a stack of it's stacked up, and, and you just want to blow through it. You know what I mean? You don't want to snort it. You just kind of want to. I do, but if I also I also have the delusion that if I was sitting on I don't know nine or ten zeros in my bank account after the one, I I got this delusion that if I had X number of dollars in the bank account. Then I would feel happier, more secure. Okay. Um, so it gives me a false sense of security. Okay. Uh, what is it? How does it say that? Uh, well, okay. it's not going to add another minute to my life, no matter how much money. I've seen rich people die. I've seen rich people blow their brains out. You know, it doesn't seem to give the, the promises that I attach to it. Maybe it works for other people. It just does not work for me. So that's it. So how are you better now, Robert? So don't like going after it to better. 
I don't so, know if I'm better. I'm getting better. <laughs> keep, keep it real now. <laughs> I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, in the meantime, I continue to look for nice bridges to live on <laughs> in the event I don't have money. <laughs> just in case, right? Yeah, just in case. Keep my options open. Uh, I still like money. I just don't know that I worship. I'm having a big problem with money. And that other guy that says you can't serve me and money. Uh, from whom the rich man walked away because he had too many possessions. I'm more, I relate to that guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 And, and, I mean, Jesus said straight out, you can't follow, you can't have your possessions and be my disciple. Make up your mind, Joe. Like, hmm. I'll call you later. <laughs> I'll call you later. Lord. <laughs> Let me go see if I can burn through some of this money. I don't have the money. You know, I don't have the money. I wish I did, but I don't. But that was a false god. So power, sex, money, uh, probably fame, which is accolades. Uh, so used to be my fellow man's uh, so recognizing to, me. So you, that used to be important to you? Yeah. Yeah, not so much anymore. In fact, the, the more that I'm able to do things like that, that, that whole three things anonymously, you're supposed to do three kind of things without getting caught. I've known that for like nine years, and I have not done that one day. Nine years, and I don't have one day where I've done three good things without getting caught. I still need to attach my damn name so that somebody sees me doing something good. Hey, look what Joe did. I heard somebody talk in a room about it. They, they got the baskets coming around. And they want to purposely try to hide the 20 they're putting in there, but just enough so that they can get caught hiding the fact so that they can be thought of as humble. And I would do something sick like that. You try to fake like I'm being humble. But make damn sure somebody saw me being humble. Sick, right? <laughs> Retarded, man. Keep it real. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Sad. I'm blowing your theory away that I'm better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you said it like this. <laughs> Gifts and faults. So we just talked about in terms of have been better. Yes. Okay. You've you you shared a lot, Joe. So. And you really laid out, you know, your, your story and, and, and where you've been on this journey. Uh, is there, in, from even the religious, you know, the idols and money, sex, and power, or use that, or maybe your interest in fame, but is there a good side to any of these shortcomings of yours? Do you, is there something positive that has Come of, of I mean, you, you, know, you, you own what you have, worked on it, pointed some of the better aspects of it. But is, is there a good side to the fact that you have any of these shortcomings? That you, in your journey, that identifies something that is, that is some good that, that's come up out of it? Uh, maybe like, like a bug that's going to the light and, uh, and it gets burned up in there, and all of a sudden, but like, hmm, it's going to go to that light. Maybe I'm the bug flying in the light getting burned up and people that can't come through that. I like I, I like to think that I can tell you what not to do. Does that help? Oh. 
Do you? Because you know what? There's a lot of stupid bugs flying right into the lights, just like you? mine. You know? Do you? Yeah, I think I think so. I think that. Yeah, I think I can probably help some guys, gals. But do you? Are you doing that? Are you active? Is that something you've taken on? Are you doing that? I, yeah, I do. I wake up and try every day. Well, tell me about that. Yeah. Uh, there are phone meetings, regular meetings, uh, all day long. I'm handing out my business card, asking if I can be of service to somebody. I met a guy today uh, in a job for him. He was talking about his 18 year old son, and then he's got another kid that just came out of the Air Force. I was in the Air Force. And he was talking about this kid cannot seem to find the handle on life on what he wants do well because I'm looking for my handle on life and what I want to do I just happen to have for free no charge in my pocket of five or six psychological exams that will help you determine some of your strengths and skills that you can have um, I think it's insightful it may not tell him exactly what he needs to do but it might give him uh, some in, in, intel on what he's good at what he might want to do I kind of think those things help and that's part of my journey that I, I love giving that stuff away. It's helping me. That I'm not there yet. I've just been offered a new test. It's supposed to help me with the job. Uh, I'm trying to find spiritually sustaining income revenue. I think that I, I want to find a way that I can use my gifts, talents, treasures, and the things that bring me joy to get paid. I haven't been doing that. I've been prostituting myself, selling myself to oil and gas companies by the hour, thinking that if I get more money, just not adding up. What are those gifts, talents, stories? What what are what are they? What are you gonna tell us? Ah, dang man. Well, so you asked I thought I had some uh, no, 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 let me see. Well, what is my I don't know, what is my well, gift? Let me let me let me throw some at you. Don't you sponsor people? I do sponsor people. What is that? Um man, somebody told somebody told me sponsor. The real answer I'm supposed to take through the key steps, 12 steps of AA. Another answer that I've been given that I like more better than that one is I'm like a guide in the jungle and I got there first and I know where all the, the dangers lie and I know where some of the good things are at, but I don't know where everything's at. So I can be of service. Especially when they first come in. I know my way around a little bit. Does that make sense? Makes perfect makes yeah. So, isn't that a gift? Isn't isn't that a, a gift of your fault from the standpoint of, of if you hadn't been in that jungle to begin with, if you hadn't gotten there first, could you do that? Yeah, I think it's a gift. Uh, uh, we were talking earlier about prisons, dungeons, and trying to escape, and not realizing that the whole time I've got the keys to everything. That's an awakening. That's an epiphany realize nobody's got me locked in here but me. So when I set myself free and I start to regain new territory and develop and grow outwardly, I can now show other people how to do that. You know, you can't give away what you don't have, but when you do have it, you can give it away. So I've been, I've been able to get free from a lot of my prisons. I've broken out of a lot of them, not all of them. This money prison still has me, but I'm breaking out. I'm looking for the keys to that. Do you think there's a specific purpose, calling, difference that you don't make in this world? 
Because you got there first. So if you hadn't gotten there at all, where you, know, you couldn't be you couldn't be used. He couldn't use you at all. You mean if I was still acting out? And if you were just still if, right, not not you know, if you were only acting out, not that you had you know, if you're still acting out, that's still where you were. You hadn't come into these rooms, you hadn't begun this journey, <clears throat> you hadn't begun to, to do the work that you're doing, you wouldn't be able to be of any use. To those who are coming to the jungle, the same jungle that you've been in. I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. I was, I was uh, trading in pain and hurt and misery back then. So I was doling out pain and misery and hurt. That was my form of uh, economics. That's all I had to give was pain, hurt, misery, darkness. Um, since getting into recovery, someone gave me a little bit of healing cash so that I could start doing business in the healing world. My sponsor reached out and saved my life and gave me some of those life-saving life skills. So yeah, I'm using those now, trading in that kind of merchandise. Hope, faith, courage, integrity, honesty, wisdom, all the virtues that I love. I can give those away now because I have some of them. They were given freely to me and now yeah, it's a whole different economy. And that's not to say that the bad stuff I was doing, God can take good, make good out of bad. So all those lives that I've wrecked, like my life was wrecked, I know that in the end, God can turn them into good. He's doing it for me. He's doing it for, for a lot of us in recovery. He takes those train wrecks and somehow does magic, and next thing you know, you've got a beautiful train wreck. It's like those ships, they sink out in the ocean. They sink them and they look like garbage until a few years pass by and then apparently coral reefs grow up around them and then they turn into these beautiful refuge, refuge, refuge place uh, for all these fish to kind of hang out at. 
it's, a, it's an ugly thing when it starts, but it turns out to be a beautiful thing. So I'm not 100% certain that all the bad shit that I did, that God won't turn it into something good. I'm a firm believer he's a magician somehow and he turns bad shit into good shit. What about trusting? Or doubting? Well, you see, you believe him. You can do that. Don't, don't. Isn't, isn't part of what we're here in order to be able to be used by a higher power? A matter of trusting that the wreckage isn't just wreckage, but somehow you call it magic, some people call it miracle. But if we trust and walk it out, that you can use it, it can be used. Yeah. yeah, but we have to trust. In part, in part of what we're called to do. You asked a question about uh, when we were talking earlier about uh, about badass and 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 uh, one reason why I want to talk to you, and I said this to you, um, the difference between a badass and a heroic badass is a matter of trusting the higher power use to take the shit, the wreckage, the devastation, and be able to use it for good. But somehow that 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 that, that equate that that equation can be flipped to be turned. Right? I mean that, that's to me that's that's since we're talking about it, that's the difference between badass and heroic badass. It's a matter of trust that all this devastation, wreckage that we cause Somehow that that can be. Can you co-sign that? Do you agree? Uh, for, yeah, I guess for me it's absolute, one hundred percent, almost scientific evidence that God is good. That only a force of such powerful good can do something like this. I don't know that I can do it. I don't know that I can take a mess and make it into a masterpiece. But God seems to do that. But you and I, we are the mess. That he's using it to turn to a masterpiece for his, yeah, right. So, you know, that's isn't that what this is about? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I like to think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I said last time, it's just trying to be the porch light that's left on, so that if ever you want to come home, the light's on. If I keep my little light on, somebody might see it and say, hey, that looks like home over there. Let me go see. When I let my little light out, where are people going to go? You know? I'm grateful for all the men and women who've gone before me. No, and there's countless men and women that have gone before me as well, uh, who have shared their experience, strength, and hope. They were willing to share their train wreck story so that I could so I could relate to them and, and be infused with the hope that they had. One guy was talking about his divorce and how he had gone through divorce. I just got into recovery. I was miserable. I was not getting drunk, so I didn't have my pain medication. I was having to deal with life on life's terms, raw, uh, feeling naked and scared. And this guy sitting behind me telling me about how he had got divorced lost his wife and his kids and they didn't like him anymore and they don't want to talk to him and he's smiling when he's talking about this stuff and how he found a new wife and 
just happy. And I'm, I'm turning around looking like, man, are you for real? Can you really tell me that you're happy after a divorce? I'm going to divorce right now, and I'm miserable. I'm sick. I'm dying. And you're telling me you survived it. I don't believe you, number one. So I had to go chase him after the meeting and say, man, are you fucking with me? I, I, I thought the whole room was about me. Telling stories for me, you know. Right. It's nuts. And he's laughing and saying, just keep coming back, hang around. It's gonna get better, Joe. Keep coming back. I I couldn't um I couldn't disconnect his story from the real genuine smile and joy in his face and his body. There there was truth in that, you know. You have to be there to see it to believe it kind right. of thing. If he didn't walk if I couldn't see him walking the talk, I would have thought it was shit. There's no way that that can happen. I was so hopeless at the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. But today? Today, uh, I had that hope. I had my little porch light on. I can talk to people about divorce. And you can get through divorce. You can get through betrayals. You can get through child abuse. You can get through incest. You can get through bankruptcy. You can get through anything loss of job, loss of employment, loss of limbs. You can lose legs and, and still come out okay. I don't see you lose the legs. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only mine for a little while, right? It's on, it's on loan. You come back and tell that story. Keep that smile. It's infectious. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank All right. You. All right. Appreciate it.